I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have Joe the Creep. So, Joe the Creep is on creepos.wiki. Uh, I think you can also find it on creepos.com. Um, but it is he specifically by... is? Hmm? He specifically is. Yeah, he's, creep, creep. he's creeping around. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um... So be careful when you're, you're checking out the wiki. <laughs> So be good, for goodness sake. Whoa, somebody's creeping. <laughs> it's a Ghostbusters reference. Ah. Uh, anyway. Hilarity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, I missed it. <laughs> that you inadvertently did a, a Ghostbusters reference. Did I? <laughs> Sorry. I missed it. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm train, so smart. When the, when, the train, when the ghost train hits uh, Winston and goes through him, and, just, and they like they like rescue him, it's like that was when the ghost train killed. Like it had a crash uh, in back in 1885, killed the hundreds of people. Did you get the uh, the number of the train? I was like, sorry, I missed it. <laughs> nice. Anyway, so it's, it's probably bad when you're like, that's when Winston did this thing, and I'm just imagining a giant genetically altered ape. In a space suit with a lightning gun. <laughs> I probably should have said that while you were drinking. Oh, are you okay? <laughs> oh, I almost inhaled that. Need <laughs> oh. a little bit of recovery time here. I'm sorry. <laughs> my random Overwatch reference. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I wouldn't. I was as soon as you said that, I was like, "Of course, he would go with the gaming yeah. reference." <sighs> oh, he's that sort of thing in yellow. Sorry. <laughs> 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 <I'm sorry. laughs> All right. Anyways, <laughs> did I spill my coffee? I don't, no, not quite. No, 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 you're good. good. I was like, must. <laughs> Anyway, all right, so uh, it's on <laughs> .wiki. Mm-hmm. Uh It's by Writer Josh. That's one word, except with capital J. So he's a writer. Yes. Writer Josh is a writer. Yes. So Writer Josh writes. Yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. Just making sure. Yep. Just, cl- just clarify. Yep. Uh, and so I guess we'll go into the rundown. Uh, basically, um, our narrator, who we never get a name, mm-hmm. or an age. His name is Narrator Man. Except that he's... Between the ages of 60 and, like, high school age. <laughs> or late, late high, or, like, early, like, 20s or something like that. Because, well, uh, essentially, yeah. Because uh, Mike, his co-worker... He stands for evil. <laughs> <laughs> he is pretty evil in this story, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Uh, Mike is, like, 20-something because he's barely out of high... He's just out of high school or something. He's probably 30s or 40s. Not Mike. The narrator uh, man. Yeah, narrator man. Yeah, because he, he's talking... Jerry is in his 60s. He's the older guy at the, at the school. At the yeah, because he essentially talks about Jerry like he's an old fart, and he talks about Mike like he's a young kid, so yeah. he's somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but our narrator guy, Steve, Spooky Steve, we'll call him that for now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? He said, oh. Okay. Because now he's a narrator man. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Narrator man, Spooky Steve, it's the same thing. <laughs> It's a non. It's a, it's a place for I, I can't the name help for... but notice that they're different words. They're not the same. <laughs> thing. Semantics, anyway. Oh, okay. So, um, 
Already getting into this. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll audio Nazi you immediately. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, he's not got a very good like track record for jobs. Like he's not educated enough to get anything like decent work paying. But he does land this sweet, easy. Oh god, the, job. the ghost is back. Should I be terrified? <laughs> yes. Okay. Ah. <laughs> I think the demon has left. Mm-hmm. Yes, the cultist nieces, the niece cultist, has uh, been uh, quelled for now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so uh, narrator Mance, Big Steve, whoever uh, can't really get a good job because of his um, uh, his education, um, just can't get him a, a good, high high paying job. But he lands a sweet gig as a uh, essentially a security guard for a night for, watchman, a night watchman, basically, yeah, night security. For a um, uh, an office building, uh, three stories plus a basement, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's 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 easy going and like pretty uh, pretty decent uh, like setup. Like he basically just like sits there, watches the monitors, checks the uh, checks the each floor on the hour. Yeah, and, he does rounds. Yeah, and just sign like puts in like AC uh, for all clear every mm-hmm. time uh, for every floor and stuff. Um, his the older guy Jerry. Um, is there during the day and gets done at like 12. Um, but then for like an, his first hour, he, he hangs out with uh, Mike, who's like the younger guy. And he's basically like there um, with Jerry for most of his shift until like one o'clock. And then our narrator guy ha- is there from like 12 till eight o'clock. And then he opens up the door for the, for the, the, the morning guy. Yeah. So pretty easy gig. He's been doing it for three months. And then, over that time, though, the first little bit, they started, like, there's a, this in-joke kind of thing that Kishkei mentioned. Like, whenever he's, like, late or something, they're like, oh, man, I thought Joe the Creep was uh, had gotten me or something. And at some point, he just, like, the, the camel, uh, the, the, the needle breaks the camel's back, uh, as he says, I think, in the story, where uh, it's mentioned, Joe the Creep is mentioned again. And he's like, dude, you've never, what is Joe the, who is Joe the Creep? You've never mentioned it. And I was like, what, really? I thought I mentioned it, like, the first day. It's like, no, you haven't. So let me know what this all about is. I need some exposition about what the story is about. <laughs> um, and uh, it turns out that there's this, cre- uh, like, back in the 80s, there was this really creepy... Um, like Joe, Joe, yeah, <laughs> Joe Blow. Yeah. No, there's this creepy guy um, who, like, mumbled a lot, kept to himself... And had, like, a notebook that he wrote in and stuff like that. Yeah, you worked there previously. I think yeah. in the 70s or 80s, 80s I think he said. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's actually not sure, quite, he wasn't quite sure. Yeah. Um, he, like, always stared at the ground and didn't really talk to anyone. Yeah, until, until like, by himself. Until at some point, like, something happened and then he started just, oh, yeah, yeah. He somebody, was, he was somebody, taking, he kept, constantly took notes in a notebook. Yeah. And then he dropped it at one point in an elevator. Yeah, and, and, a, and a, and a woman yeah. that was sharing the elevator saw it, what was inside and went to HR, and yeah. she was he was mm-hmm. basically like chastised and yelled at for it. Yes, mm-hmm. and from that moment on, he was basically he would just stare at people, um, like glare at them until they and uh, when they weren't looking, and then when they'd uh, look at him, he'd like like shirk, shirk back or something like that. Uh, and then this all kind of culminated to the point where uh, in the copying room. Uh, somebody like screamed because he was behind the cabinet staring at them, and then like he actually hissed at them when they saw him staring back at him. Yeah. So um, he was basically fired on the spot, um, and but said he had to go get some things from the basement, and 
the job it was, it was a simpler time in businesses where they actually didn't escort people down like 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 from point A to point B to the exit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so like they let him go downstairs into the basement alone, and then I a guard her, went to a the guard door. went to a guard was at the door, but that's the whole time. Yeah. And then after a while, he wasn't coming back up. They went down and they found that he would hung himself by a belt. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically like and so like basically his ghost haunts the place kind of thing. It was like is kind of the the urban legend of the um the the, the guards because Jerry was actually there at the time yeah um and so after telling him this creepy story about this ghost story he's like all right bye <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is haunted yeah so this place is actually haunted with this creepy guy uh like goes bye <laughs> they like they go back inside for like Ten minutes or something, like not even talking. Oh no! Yeah, there's, I'm sorry. There's also a rhyme. Apparently, there's like, an, yeah. like oh, a, yeah. part of the legend is that like uh, to invoke Joe the creep, you have to like go up to the stairs and like give a rhyme. Um, I think I should have the rhyme in my notes. Uh, but yes, in- here it is. Um, Joe the creep who died in the deep. I'm coming downstairs, so don't make a peep. Um, you basically so you're supposed to say that at the top of the stairs, and then like. Joe will be invoked, or yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy, like, so this guy, like, he's like, oh, you don't really believe in this stuff. And and then, like, kind of, everything gets really, kind of serious and dark. And, like, yeah, Jerry, like, just is like, really yeah, I've never done it before because yeah. it's like, I, I, don't t- I don't touch that hoodoo stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So it goes, uh, they, they go away. Mike also is being a dick and, like, uh, like, be egging, evil. Yeah, egging, egging, uh, narrator guy on a little bit about being a chicken because he, he wasn't, you want to do it? You want to do it? Like, do you want to go to the stairs and, and say the rhyme? I was like, no, it's, it's I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, like, through all this, it's mentioned that Mike is, like, lazy and he barely does his rounds. But this one day, he's, like, excited On to go do his rounds. He's like, let's go, let's go do it. It's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, let's do the basement first for something different. Aww. <laughs> and then he's like, and then he's like, yeah, you, you gotta say it. It's like, no, I'm not fucking saying it. It's stupid. And then Mike says it. Oh, um, Mike's like, well, if you don't say it, I'll say it. And then you have to... See whether or not you want to do your job and check the basement. So yeah, he just exactly. immediately turns over to the door and says it. Yeah, and then he's like, he's like asshole. My job's done here. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> see ya. Basically, yeah. And, and yeah, he's just like called an asshole by uh, by narrator guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Spook Steve. Spooky Steve, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, they correct you both yeah, ways. You're mad at the drunk and the ugly for, for Spook Oh, Steve. I know. I, I like the name. You just love also bugging me. <laughs> well, I also I like Narratorman. Alright, fair enough. That's what I've been calling him. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Edit all the same. Uh, Leave all the same. And then, yeah, so Mike goes away, and then he does his rounds, but he is actually, I think he does avoid the basement for a little bit until he uh, decides to do it. Yeah, like he does his normal rounds, so like main floor, first floor, second floor, third, and then. And then, fine, I guess I gotta do the basement. Yeah. Uh, So he goes down to the basement, and. Finds uh, this like just as he's like moving through the rounds, he's like so, thinks he sees movement, or sees a book that he never noticed before on one of the shelves, yeah. mm-hmm. and checks that, and it's basically like it's it's the notebook that Joe presumably Joe had used, and like some of this, and he like comments like I wouldn't put this, I wouldn't have called HR, I would call cops, like this is basically like 
like Bill. Uh, like, I, I can't remember the exact character. Yeah, name, it's like essentially like, like Bill. So and so pushed me um, pushed, and didn't or apologize like, or yeah, something. Pushed me and apologize and like and just had like a behead like his face like beheaded mm-hmm. or it's like, like, uh, like or so and so like took my my parking spot and didn't apologize and just like running her down. Yeah, nothing like that. Yeah, like just. Like, I don't think it went to those extents. It was pretty it, close. It was just like very strange pictures. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. And someone took all the forks. The nerve of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's for the for the birthday cake. Yeah. yeah. Because the they grabbed all the forks to distribute them to everyone in the office, Except and he just happened to be sitting on the edge, getting waiting for the last one. And it's like, oh no, I, shit! I should have grabbed one more. Yeah, but nobody, nobody, um, no. Yeah, just sl- minor grievances and slights. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this guy wants to kill these people, or like, or like, basically just troubled person. Yeah. Um, and then he starts. He notices this like smell, and then the smell becomes worse and becomes like like a fetid, rotted corpse, mm-hmm. and. Then he sees like these maddening eyes behind the, um, uh, behind, like through the the shelving, in the next aisle, and it like starts slopping, like like moving like to, uh, like around like around the aisle, um, and it's at this point that like rather than be like frozen there and wait for the thing to turn around, he's like nope and just fucking bugs out, runs up the stairs, locks the door, and stays in the the monitor room for the rest of the night. Mm. And just puts all clear, all clear, all clear. <laughs> like, doesn't yeah, like shaky right now yeah. because he's actually terrified right now. Yeah, and then as he's basically like leaving, um, Jerry shows up and he to apologize because they were planning on like they were planning on doing a trap, like a joke for him. And he's like, "Are you fucking serious? You fucking laid out." It's like, what? You put up like some kind of like weird like mask or something. I was like, "What? What are you talking about, man? Like, we tried to get in from the back, but the the door wouldn't open." And and that was when Jerry was just like, yeah, we were never inside the room. We were never inside the building. We tried. Like, we, tried we were trying to play a joke on you, but it never worked. And that's when Narrator Man just hands him the card and just walks and never comes back. Yeah, yeah. And that was the story. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we're going to everyone expects the Grand Inquisition at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a staple of the show. Yes. Uh, Mike was younger than me. Didn't even look like he's been out of high school for very long. Present tense for or past tense versus present tense. It should be. It didn't even look like he'd been out of high school very long. I think that was the only time I noticed that the mm. tense was issue. Mm-hmm. Or do you mean the issue was tense? <laughs> the issue was tense. Yes. That could be taken multiple ways. Yeah. Um. The next one is uh, every hour on the hour, a full circuit for each of each floor and the basement was necessary, and I was to mark on the sheet that I had done so and put a put an AC for all clear next to my name, unless I found something out of the ordinary, which rarely happened. <sighs> that is all commas, like. Every hour, comma, on the hour, comma, a full circuit of each floor, comma, and the basement, comma, was necessary, comma, and I was to mark on the sheet that I had done so, comma, and put an AC for all clear next to my name, comma, unless I found something out of the ordinary, comma, which rarely (laughs) happened, period. Comma, period. (laughs) A bit of a run-on sentence. Yeah. (laughs) Also, super nitpick here. You use the initials AC, like capital AC, but then don't capitalize the words they represent immediately after all clear. Would you have to? I, I just feel like you maybe should, but yeah, it's kind of a nitpick. I'm not sure if it actually is, but like when I read it, I was like, I would have put like a all like 
all clear just to get that point across that AC means all clear. Did you have a hard time understanding it the first read through? No, but it did like Mikey, tickle me. Did you have a hard time <clears throat> understanding it the first read through? No, but I can see where Review Cultus is going. Gamer, did you notice a hard time the first way through? Thanks, Gamer. I don't know. Uh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it was a nitpick. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just to accentuate yeah. that. That AC, because those... otherwise, like, air conditioned? Yeah. <laughs> air conditioned. <laughs> yeah, just make sure each room is air conditioned. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing, if they did that. Would it turn into a different type of grammar issue for us to bring well, I mean, up? No, it's just no. like, it, but it's no? just like a, sl- a little thing. Like I, I, again, like I'm not saying this is like ruin the the whole story. Totally ruin. I hate it. Now. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like yeah. it, it, like just to accentuate the whole like that like AC represents. Yeah. Clear. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, next one is uh, Jerry was telling a ribald joke. Uh, Mike was laughing and hawking spit between each puff, and both greeted me like always when I walked up to the smoking area. Ribald. Adjective. Referring to sexual matters in an amusingly rude and irreverent way. I learned a new word today. Yay! Uh, I meant to look that up, but I forgot. (laughs) Followed by uh, another quote. um, A schlep that sounded wet and rubbery. Schlep. Verb. Number one. Haul or carry. Something heavy or awkward. Noun. 1. A tedious or difficult journey. 2. Another term for schlepper. Uh, I learned another word today. <laughs> so, does it actually fit the sentence? Yeah, because it's like, this like, basically it's like, it's like, like moving, like, it's like, uh, like, awkwardly moving. Because it's to carry something yeah. awkwardly. It's, it's carrying, carrying itself, itself yeah. awkwardly. Yeah. It's schlepping. Mm-hmm. So it's schlep? Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Hmm. Or, um, yeah, like a tedious or difficult journey, because it's like... Oh. It works for both, yeah. honestly. Yeah. So it's almost like it's a perfect word. Yeah. Well, like, I, I just, like, I've yeah, never heard I, before. Oh, so I know. I've like, either. Like, yeah. It's awesome. Not all of my grammar inquisitions are, like, bad things. Oh, I know that. <laughs> I love learning new words. Yeah. Um, that's all I've got for grammar Nazi, or inquisitions and Nazisms <laughs> and whatever we call them nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> Indiscrepancies. Discrepancies. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mine uh, starts with a sentence that begins with and. Okay. And then there was the time I scored a position as a night watchman at a local office complex. Yeah, you really could just go with then there was. Yeah. Because then is basically an and in that instance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Appropriate. Front ands and front butts are generally the same sort of discrepancy where it's just like it's not necessary. Yeah, they're basically you get the same like, point across without that word. I, I feel like I've been like I've been thinking about it like I feel like they're basically just ums and uhs. Yeah. And they're like they're basically mm-hmm. the word that you put in that because like you're like trying to think of what to say. Mm-hmm. Alright, um uh, my, my next sentence. So that's an entire sentence? Yep. It has a period. Do we have, can we get the context of the rest of the things around it, or no? No, no, I didn't write that in my notes. Wow. But, I mean, you, you don't need it, because, I mean... I just, no, like, I would like, <laughs> I would like context about, the, like, where, like, why that was just done as a... I'll control F so and find it. <laughs> Shit! There are 85 so's. Ah! <laughs> then I start going through them. Because only one of them is going to be a, pure, have a, have a, be a single sentence. <laughs> you, you don't roughly remember where it was at all? Probably midway through. Cool. Ah, I found it. Cool. <laughs> Alright, so what is it? So when they're um 
when they're talking about Joe the Creep, essentially. Yeah. Um, and he's saying, oh, I wish, oh, I thought I told you on the first day, uh, a little bit later, a couple of sentences later, it's like, Mike smirked and said, old Joe the Creep died in his sleep. Jerry told, Jerry told me about him. I never met the guy personally. So, he was a real person. This was an interesting turn. Okay, yeah, that... that so, really essentially, did. that so should literally just be a comma. Yeah, or a dot-dot-dot. Like, so, dot-dot-dot, he was yes. a real person. Yeah. His period key is, like, sticky, so he can only do periods. Yeah, or he so, can't he was a real person. Yeah, like, capital, like, all caps on was. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was a real person. Like, when? he wasn't just a legend, or he wasn't just, a, like, a stupid ghost story somebody tells. Yes. Okay. So, that's not just a... I'll just put so here for no reason. Yeah, exactly. There is there is a reason for it, but it does need to be corrected that way. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one is a misspelled word. Okay. Sure, all old buildings had legends, but this one was just pure hoacum. Supposed to be hokum. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I honestly, I, I I saw that word. I was like, <clears throat> I, I guess that's just a slang for like hokiness or hokum or something that. Like, or some other. Don't pull me and just assume. I, I just, like I just know. I legitimately like. I saw that. I remember seeing that. I was like, oh, I guess that's just how like that's said somewhere. But no, it isn't. It's just no. It's H O K U M is the word, but they spelled it H O A K U M. Okay. So there's an extra A. Fair enough. So the next one is a. Uh, it's. A sentence that begins with but, but really, all they had to do was get rid of the period beforehand, and it would work. As a sentence. <laughs> yeah, as a full sentence. As a continuation of the sentence. Okay. Not even with a comma or anything? Well, comma maybe. Yeah. Either way. So, up until that moment, it had all seemed like an amusing story, but Gary's reaction was real. Yes. Yeah. It's... Hmm. Yep, just comma, and you you got that. Yep. <laughs> I can see the mistake why you would want to like add a period there, just have try like like the the mistake of just wanting to like extent, accentuate that. But his a response to this legend that doesn't exist was real. Mm-hmm. Like this person believed this thing. Commas but do accentuate things though. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. But like yeah. the way it, if it's I can all actually, typed out without a comma, then yeah, it's one sentence. But if it's separated, it's like. Yeah, but a lot of people, I, at least I, I find a lot of writers, or like even myself sometimes, like I'll put a, a, a period in to like, like leave that first sentence, that, that 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 first like thing off, and then like have a shorter thing to like kind of try and accentuate or uh, to like um, emphasize the importance of that last statement. But each statement should be its own kind of statement. Yeah, and that's the mistake. Yeah, that, that you make yeah. doing that. Like you either do like dot dot dot. Or a comma or something like that. You don't mm-hmm. do like a period is, is supposed to be more final. Uh, yes, yeah, essentially to move on to a different thought process yeah. or to continue in a different way. Yeah, unless you're doing um, thought processes like 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 narrating thought process because those are broken up into separate sentences, like very short sentences. Sure. In in stories and stuff like that. Okay. Generally. Next one is a uh, front butt. <laughs> <laughs> Love seeing those front butts. Definitely. <laughs> But somehow, the image of being watched through a crack in filing cabinets of a crazy man hissing as I spot him stayed with me. So. I think that could be rewritten a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah. That's just a little long winded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another front, but, but I wasn't <laughs> listening. <laughs> I wasn't listening. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, front end. 
And I was now completely alone. Yeah. I mean, in that case, I was now completely alone actually is more intense if you did at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, that would work if the previous sentence isn't super long and just continue it. See, I like how we like we criticize the, the front ends and front butts, but we, we in our in our conversation here, and I'm sure our listeners have probably heard it, we both we've all said butts and ends at the very beginning to start yes. off a set a, a question. But that is or to start off a conversation, but that is also dialogue. Yeah. We're all dialogue here, so we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want to audio bouncy that. No. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Alright, and that's the end of my grammar inquisition. Game in yellow. Alright, that's the end of my grammar related discrepancies. I actually didn't write any down. Fair enough. You monster. I mean, it wasn't Thanks. that bad, but like, yeah. I mean, there were some, there were definitely some inquisitions, some Nazisms, and some. Essentially, it's just like there were wor- weird words that I knew you were going to look up, and yeah. there were front butts and, uh, you knew and front ends that I knew you would look up. So I'm like, why would I write them down if I'm just going to be checking them off anyway? That's fair, yeah. yeah. Uh, Alright, so that part of the fun? Checking things off? Like, and then being like, I got one your lizard brain, man. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta think about your lizard brain. It is, it is uh, the, the, uh, whatever the chemicals that your brain is getting from, like, the, that gives you joy for, like, checking off things. Yeah, no, that doesn't work with me. Okay. <laughs> You're not a completionist then. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> Alright, uh, so on to actual thoughts. There wasn't much to the night watchman job. The building is three floors and a basement, most of which is viewable from a bank of monitors in a bank in a back room. The building it's the buildings in a pretty quiet area of town, and there's nothing in it to steal. So really, I discovered on my first shift that this was a pretty low key sort of job. It was like that Fazbear gig my cousin had. I was just gonna say that. That's what my my course first thing that came up to mind was just like, so you're so it's Fred, the Five Nights at Freddy's before Five Nights at Freddy's because I'm pretty sure this is this is like was made like written like a couple years ago oh. before the Fazbear stuff, but it's yeah I, like it's still like because of today's like society and like uh, like yeah. an internet culture and horror culture. Five Nights at Freddy's rang, uh, rang true for that statement. Yeah, as soon as he said Night Watchman job, I'm like, okay, this with is a ba- with, a, with, a, with a bank of monitors in the back room, I was like, and he's just sitting there, it's like, alright, so he's, he's he's that guy, he's the purple man from uh, from Five Nights at Freddy's. Is it clarified that he is the purple guy? Actually, it's hard to tell. I think yeah. the phone guy, I think the guy on the phone is supposed to be the purple guy, but... We should not delve into we should not dive, lore. We should not delve into the lore, if, lest we unleash some horrible, like, curse upon ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have anything else to say? Do you have anything to say about that one? No. Okay. Other than the author said it's not, like, Five Nights at Freddy's. It was not his oh, intention. He said that? Oh, oh, he actually said it in the comments? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know, I, I, I guess, I figured it wasn't. It's just, like, again, like, today's society. Like, yeah. that's yeah, like, my reference reading, for reader, yeah. reading over the entire thing, it is not, like, Five Nights. No, no, not at all. It's literally just at the start where he's, like, Night Watchman looking at monitors. It's immediately putting Five Nights <laughs> in my head. Honestly. But it immediately broke from me. I'm not going to lie. This honestly felt like a story that I've heard at work. Yeah. <laughs> at my actual job. <laughs> Like of ghost stories because like our building was was originally another building and there was let there was a, a story or a rumor that somebody had died there. Oh, that's and, nice. Hence why you know the doors seem to sound like they open when they're really not opening at all. Or I hear keyboards typing in a couple of cubicles down at two o'clock in the morning and no one else is there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of creepy <laughs> but yeah like we we tell those like it's it's very much like uh like one of those stories that you tell like somebody uh, at work mm-hmm. 
But anyway. So are you Jerry, narrator man, or Mike? I think I'm probably narrator man. Because <laughs> that means you're going to get Jerry is definitely Jerry's my other co- the other guy that works the night shift of my of my uh, like at work. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think. Well, we did. We used to have a a, a Mike, but he, <laughs> it's he actually, be a term now. He, for he, actually, moved, he actually moved to another building, like uh, like miles, like like hours away. Mm-hmm. Like he actually moved to another like location. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, he was himself he, of the mic. Yeah, actually, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not gonna go into this. It's a little too personal for, for work. So yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, um, moving on. Uh, don't tell me Joe the creep haunts the basement to this to this very day. Well, that's part of the silly part. Oh, okay. I was like, that's part. That's part. That parts. Okay, that's what he said. Okay, sorry. Well, that's well, that parts the silly part," said Jerry. See, there was a rumor that he had stashed that notebook down there. And that was what he was going down to get. But for some reason, he decided to hang out, hang himself instead. And, <laughs> wow, yeah, those are two uh, front butts and front ends. Um, and just <laughs> like the story, like any story, it's sort of grown since then. Now there's even a rhyme that you're not supposed to say. I kind of want there to be a version of the story where Joe didn't just kill himself like everybody thought. Like, he went down there to get his stuff from the basement, and rather than have him, like, decide to just hang himself, there was another person thing down in the basement that told, that did him in. Or the security guard, slash Jerry, secretly did it and covered it up by, as a suicide. So, it's either something dwells in the building that uh, that's actually that isn't actually Joe, but everybody thinks that's just part of the legend of that, mm-hmm. or Joe's more of a vengeful spirit. Um, in the story. I, I like how you went both the super mundane option and the fantastical option yeah. with this. You did both. Yeah. Well, it's just like, I, I, like, I think it even mentions, like, I don't know, like, I didn't think he had a, I can't remember, I honestly cannot remember if it's in this story or if it's something I had heard yesterday, but, like, it's weird that he, like, like I didn't think he had a belt to hang himself, but I guess he did. I don't think I, that was is that mentioned. Is, is that mentioned? Because, like... I remember. I don't know if I heard that. Makes me look a lot of things with my low power. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't recall that. See if I can find it. Yeah. <clears throat> search, race. Search for belt. That's what I'm doing. Damn it. Yeah, oh. there's only one mention of belt. Really? Oh, okay. by his belt. One out of one. All right. Right now, uh, it must have been something else I I heard I read yesterday then. Yeah. Uh, that had uh, something about to do with a belt hanging being hung, hanging somebody. <laughs> um. But anyway, yeah. Like uh, I don't know. Just like. I, I read, like, reading, and this is, like, a comment I left, like, before we're finishing the story. Yeah. So, this is just, like, speculation as well. And it was, like, I, I don't mind the fact that, like, Joe is just a creep and, like, his ghost haunts the place because he's a creep and he, like, killed himself there. But I, I, I it would have made it a little bit more interesting. I think it might have made it a little bit more interesting or just in a different way that, like, it was a cover-up um, from Jerry. Just super mundane. Or, like, and maybe his ghost is there, but, like, he's basically trying, he's actually trying to get somebody to, like, reveal the truth. Kind of like um, Stir of Echoes, which is uh, about a guy, about Kevin Bacon getting, uh, like, gaining psychic powers, um, like, to see ghosts and stuff like that, and seeing this, and being haunted by this ghost of a girl, until he finds out that, like, um, the ghost actually isn't trying, isn't being evil, it's trying to, like, get him to find her body, which was, because uh, she was killed in there by the landlord. Oh. The, uh, of the yeah. yeah, it was like something like that. that is um, a, that's a nice way to put it. Yeah. But, so the ghost just being boogity boogity boogity. Yeah, just being <laughs> like a creep. Like, give a little. I mean, Joe, as you read on, Joe really. Uh, like, Joe's. He's sympathetic, but also not. Because he's like, 
He's, he's, he's being a socially, dick. He's socially... He's definitely got some social and, like, personal issues. But he's also being a dick about it. Yeah. But uh, it would give him a little bit more sympathy if he's if uh, the spirit's actually just, like, trying to, like, uh, get the truth out that, like, how he died. Yeah. But, um... Like, because he was a creep, the guy went down and killed him. Or there's something else in there that killed him. And because Jerry did say, like, if you, cre- if you creep on me one more time, I'm going to take you out into the We're going to take you down the parking lot. Yeah, they're going to like a fist fight. Yeah. But, yeah, like, what if it escalated? Yeah, no, that's, that's just what I mean. Like, uh, I, it was, at the time, I was like, oh, that would be really cool if it was like this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm fine with it being like this, but it would be cool if it like, was like cool, gone. but it'd be interesting if it was, he like, oh, like, he's no. a murderer. Okay. Yeah, I was like, all right, no, that's, that, I didn't see that coming. I, I'm... I'm <laughs> like, and then the three of them are locked in there. Yeah. And like they find out about it. But um Narrative Man and Mike and the ghost are like, oh shit. And the jury's like, <laughs> the, like the jury's up in the uh, up the back room like gets his gun out. Or like you know, over the speakers, would you like to play a game? Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Just jigsaw. Jerry the jigsaw. Yeah. Uh, jigsaw Jerry. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, the, just some ideas that came up from that part when they were talking about like how he died and stuff. Yes. Uh, that is a neat way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, and then the next one is a rhyme, I, I said. Like what? Well, let me see if I remember, said Jerry. If you go if you go to the top of the stairs, you're supposed to look down into the darkness without turning the lights on and say, Joe the creep who died in the deep, I come downstairs, so don't make a peep. Kid stuff, really, and I don't even remember who made it up. Somebody with a creative mind, I guess, I said. But hey, don't tell me you never tried the rhyme. Oh boy, this this story is going bloody the Bloody Mary route, and I can't see this going bad at all. And then a few sentences down, update, and then they referenced the blo- the Bloody Mary thing. Yeah, which is like I don't know, just again like it's just like adding a ritual into your story. <laughs> it's like or like 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 the Bloody Mary Bloody Mary like thing. And then it's just like in horror movies, like that never goes bad. That never, that, I've never not seen that go badly. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So, um, but did, more, you, did you feel like it shouldn't have been referenced? No, no, not at all. Like, um, I just, about what I just, trying to say. I, it's really more just like uh, I, I, I recognize the trope. Yeah, is really what it is. Just the trope recognition. But did that ruin it for you, or um, not the, really. the fact that they like recognize Bloody Mary as a thing? Yeah. It really didn't, no, it honestly didn't, actually. In fact, it gave me a little, again, the story, I'll, I'll mention a little bit later, but it said, like, the, as I was reading this story, I kind of got the, um, like, like they, they acknowledged, I, I liked the fact that they acknowledged the tropes they, they threw in the story and leaned into them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't really a bad thing or, or a good thing. It was just, like, something I, I, I recognized in the story. Um, and then uh, next one is, it turned to look in my direction and my flashlight beam caught it. Barely human features glared back at me. The intense, fevered eyes of madness burned through me. A hissing sound rent the air. My feet came unglued from their spot, and I bolted down the row at top speed. The thing was barely moving, apparently expecting me to remain frozen in fear. I made it to the steps and locked the door once I had ascended. Up to this point, this story, and this is like again just me like acknowledging, like writing this at at that point in the story. But up to this point in the story, um, it's presented very much uh, in a grounded ghost story sort of way, uh, and I applaud it for that. Like it feels like a creepy on the job sighting or encounter. Uh, and the quote brought up, like that I just mentioned, that I just used, 
uh, is exactly what would be done in this kind of scenario, um, given the atmosphere and the context leading up to this point. Like, it, it'd certainly be my response. If, just nope the hell out of there. Like, again, I've had an instance where I'm working uh, at, like, the, the super late shift at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, finish, just about to finish up, and I start hearing typing or, like, a computer just turns on on its own in the in the office. I'm just like, and I'm done. Then I just walk out. I just leave. Yeah. <laughs> That's my cue. Leave. Mm-hmm. Like it's it <laughs> It's just an IT guy messing with you. You just got it so that the computer turns on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like that's the kind of thing like but I just like because I don't know that, like I'm still I'm still a little creeped up because I've like I know that there have been like you, you set up one of those like dippy birds on like a timer to start <laughs> dipping. <laughs> no, it was more it was full blown like like it was it was yeah. Except thirty of them on the or like, or like, for, like again like the air pressure in our building like sometimes like opens the doors a crack so it sounds like they they open and close but like you look over and the door is just closed. You're talking about air pressure. It's ghosts. Yeah, of course. You've already said. Of this. course, yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, furthermore, um, I like that narrator character. I like that narrator character isn't the one. Oh, right. That's what you call <laughs> Yeah, really. My notes. How many times have we referenced him as Spooky Steve I like and Narrator Man? Steve. Uh, isn't the one who invoked the ghost monster in the story, or at least he saw the bait, took note of it, and w- and while the creepiness of the story and the legend that was told to him, um, and that, uh, he but that cliched urge to stay to say the incantation wasn't there for him, and that it was somebody else, some of the other guy, yeah. that guy, <laughs> uh, on the job. Who was the dick and said the words, and now our narrator is actually just suffering the consequences. Um, it, it felt a little bit stronger for the story yeah. than like if narrator guy had been like egged into doing into saying it. Yeah, like because Mike is now the dick, is now the evil asshole. Yeah, because Weird. he's Mike. forced into the situation. He's yeah, because if. Like, if Mike just said, oh, make sure you don't say it, haha, and leaves, yeah. there's every possibility that he's like, I don't care, I'm not going to do it. Exactly. <laughs> then we <laughs> no, have no exactly. story. No, exactly. But, like, yeah, and, like, but, um, if you were to, but if he was to say it, it would be rather cliched. Because yes. we've heard that a thousand times in yeah. stories. But to have Mike say it, and then leave, be the dick, and just like, sorry, I'm scared, uh, like, I've done, the, I've done the creepy thing, goodbye. And mm-hmm. then, like, have our narrator guy, Spooky Steve, uh, whatever you want to call him, be have to suffer for the consequences because of what Mike did. Yeah, it's I, it feels a lot more natural as, in terms of character, like because the character did not want to do it, but he stuck dealing with the shit. Yeah. So yeah, I liked that part of the story. Uh, again, the story felt rather grounded in terms of like a ghost story because it felt like a ghost story I've heard uh, I've heard mentioned at work. Um, it felt like the, like a dozen um, stories of encounters at like offices and buildings and some of that that people say they've encountered a ghost or something in their in their office buildings. Um, I'm not saying that badly. I'm just saying like that actually like it makes it it grounds it more in a reality that I can uh, familiarize with. Um, and then my next one. Well, when we told you the the story of Joe the Creep, you looked like a spooked. Uh, yeah, you looked. You yeah. You looked a little spooked, and Mike, well, Mike came out and asked me if he'd help me pull a joke on you. It seemed harmless enough, so I agreed. Wait, I said. This whole thing's been a joke. I thought, I, I thought on the whole, of the whole thing, well, I thought of the thing in the row next to me, of the journal that must have been planted for him, for me to find, of the stench of something long dead. 
Like, <laughs> I kind of enjoyed this little fake-out. Like, twas all a joke. No, really, guys. Like, nice try, story. I know there's going to be a fake-out to your fake-out. <laughs> and then my update. Yeah. Yeah, there was. <laughs> like, when they said, like, it was like, like, there was like, no, Jerry came, like, when Jerry showed up in the story and was like, no, it was all a joke. It's like, aha, aha. Yeah, okay, they're old man, old man winners. <laughs> and then, like, because I, I, I don't know, just like it was, it seemed a little predictable in terms of like I knew that it was going to like leave off with like it wasn't just a joke. Like there was going to be something at the end of the story right after what I was reading that was going to make you suddenly question like that it wasn't a joke, and mm-hmm. it just straight up tells you that it wasn't because they didn't make it into the building. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it was, again, like I wasn't pissed off at these tropes or cliches. It was just like. I recognize them, much like the story recognizes them and acknowledges them in their mm-hmm. in the story itself, and kind of leans into them a little bit to have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's two ways it can go. It's either you do it in a a way where it's just it's not fun. It's, it's like, super. Okay. It's like troll pasta or like a yeah. parody of the of a, of a creepy story. And like sometimes, and when they're done poorly, they're like, okay, yeah, this is just like lazy writing. But this story, like, seems to like it felt to me, and he was reading it. It like it acknowledges these tropes that it's, it's mm-hmm. adding. Um, and it's like, equivalent to either it being a bad movie or a good bad movie, mm-hmm. where it's like super campy but it's super fun, yeah. or just a movie where they're trying really hard but they're not good, so it's campy but terrible because they they don't know what they're doing, or they they're trying too hard to be like make these tropes serious. Yeah, when like it's I, I guess it's like um, I'm trying to think of like one that does it poorly. I can tell the one that does well, which is like the Hatchet movies. Mm-hmm. Like the Hatchet movies are a modern slasher movie. Like basically, they use they they are made by people who were in the slasher genre back in the eighties and early nineties, and they are like re, they revamp the slasher movies in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like they they acknowledge the parody, like some of the satire to it, and they just have fun with it. Um, I don't know. I can't remember. I, I'm sure I know there are bad ones. There are ones that do it poorly, but I can't think of one where, like, the, where they're just like here's the tropes let's make a scary movie let's try and like let's put or slender man yeah the slender man movie oh. that just came out like they try so hard to use to use the tropes of horror movies like nowadays thinking that that's what people want to see and what are what's going to be scary and they treat it kind of seriously and not with enough like they they played it they tried to it, it feels it just feels like they're trying to play it safe mm-hmm. by making the same cookie cutter horror movie yeah. whereas Again, a movie like the Hatchet series, uh, where with um, with uh, Crowley, uh, the axe murdering like hillbilly guy from the from the swamps of Louisiana, mm. like th- it has Kane Hodder in it. It has a bunch of other movie actors and like filmmakers from the horror genre that like are like veterans and they like are they're all familiar with the horror genre of the slasher genre, and so they just want to make a fun like back to back to the roots back slasher flick, yeah, back to basic slasher flick, but they like. So they use the tropes and they have fun with them, whereas it would movies like Slenderman just feel like a cop out or like a cutter, a cookie cutter thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, without seeing Slenderman, yeah, but you've told me about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that's my that's my uh, thoughts until we get to final thoughts. So. All right. So, uh, first one I have here is a quote. It was like someone had let off. Ten stink bombs right next to me. For me, ten seems a little excessive, <laughs> considering yeah, like, how potent one like stink a, bomb yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, again, like a corpse would be pretty, like, like gut wrenchingly horrible to smell. 
Yeah, but it wouldn't be ten, maybe two or three stink bombs max. Fair. Also, he could just be exaggerating in the situation. Yeah. He is not trying and, like, freaking out about it. He's not trying to actually calculate, okay, how many stink bombs would this smell like right now? (laughs) How much does a a long-dead corpse smell like? I would say maybe five, seven, ten stink bombs. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I... I, I, He gets, like, a controlled environment where he puts, like, a a corpse in, in one canister, and he just has a bunch of stink bombs in the other. It's like, okay, detonate stink bombs. Quickly smell. I now smell the corpse. Uh, okay, take one away, and then they do another controlled test. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously. But yeah, no, I, I it, it might be a little, maybe a big word, but yeah, it's really just he's like freaking out and he's saying, but yeah, yeah. Would you be happier if he said um, someone let off a handful of stink bombs? Yeah, because it's it would be vague big. enough that it could be ten or it could be a couple, like only like two or three. Yeah, yeah. The, that would suffice. Yeah. Okay. Or if it was like 10 instead of 10? No. Why? Because it's still saying 10. Yeah, but it's it's like 10. It's like kind of 10-ish. Or we, had a, we, had a, we, had a, we had a compromise. A handful of stick bumps. I know, but I'm trying to fix it while with keeping the word in there as well. No, no. it was fine with a handful. I'm aware. Yeah. I know that. I like that one, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Hmm. Yes. Anyway, so after reading this and thinking about it, uh, this is actually one of the saddest stories we've ever done. We've done it. <laughs> really? Uh, well, Joe is just a misunderstood guy with mental illness. Yeah, yeah. no, legit. That's that's one of the reasons why I think I liked the uh, the idea of him like just be, like actually being murdered in the basement. And then being like, <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of murdering this no, guy. Rather than him problem. being an asshole, like rather than him being like just like them, like like the story just kind of like proposing him just being a creep and that's bad, like and like now he's a monster, like ghost thing in the basement kind of thing because he killed himself because he's bad and evil and creepy. Um, I think it gives him a little more sympathy if he's killed in the basement because yeah. of his like his. Um, it, it, again, it, it uh, ho- ho- um, hollers back to why Stir of Echoes was actually a little stronger for having the, the ghost be creepy and some of that as, uh, initially, and then as the movie went on, you fa- uh, or even when you're, he's, she, she was still creepy when you find out what happened to her because she's a ghost, mm-hmm. but it's also a, a tragic story because she was like, she was different. Like, yeah, actually she was also like, like she was, she had some, uh, mental, some mental handicaps, um, and these two, uh, the two kids basically like bullied her and, and kill, accidentally killed her in this, in the, in the landlords was one of their dads. Spoilers yeah. for Stir of Echoes. Seriously, go check it out. It's actually a really good movie. Um, they don't need to anymore. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Still go see it. It's like, I, I am, I am butchering the plot of it, I'm sure. But, um, yeah, no, like it's, yeah, like that would be a lot stronger because it's, it's not only a creepy story, it's a tragic story mm-hmm. yeah. because of what happened to, Joe, but... Also, it really sounds like he should not be working. Uh, no, Joe... Yeah, Joe like, has some problems. Okay, th- this was... <laughs> it has definitely been affirmed in the story that he had some problems. This was taking place in, like, the 70s or 80s, though. Yeah. So, I guess it wouldn't be as... And back then, it well, like, a lot of people... Like, yeah, like, this kind of thing would... Like, again, like, the, the, the answer to, oh, he's weird, he must be, like... We gotta like punish him or like may uh, like deal with. Him. No, I just mean like nowadays, um, someone with that big of a problem probably wouldn't need to work. Or, yeah, they like, get compensation. Yeah, yeah. But back then, it's like, well, you gotta get a job. You're weird, but you gotta get a job. Yeah, no, exactly. You know? Yeah, and like, 
yeah, just stop being your good job. Like exactly. that's the kind of mentality it would be. Exactly. Yeah. And like that's the, the that was the problem back then. Was like yeah. we didn't really have an understanding of like what like needs to be happen, what needs should be done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, agree. anyway, uh, just continuing on that yeah. thought process. So he gets angry and annoyed at the slightest things, mm-hmm. which he writes down in his notebook. Which seems like a list. Yeah. But to me, that signifies his stress relief. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's basically a vent thing. So he doesn't snap. Yeah, because yeah, like, it would look like, like to some. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Sorry. That's fine. You do it. No, go ahead. Okay, I just meant like, yeah, like it. It would like out of context again, like with context and some of that. Like the girl mm-hmm. seeing is like, oh god, like, and then going to like talking to the HR and so, and the HR doesn't really know it because again, seventies, eighties. Um, mm-hmm. chastises him for it and so that but like because they don't realize like that's how he like otherwise he might build it up it might build up in his head and he, he'll just like snap one day like that's how yeah. we get like things like that happen and then when he gets yelled at it, it, about it and he's not allowed to write in his book anymore he gets worse and worse and worse yeah because yeah. like you, you said that in the book like it shows someone get run over by a car that's not actually I, I can't remember yeah like, sorry I, it, yeah, that was it just kind of like shows I think the worst it gets is it shows the drawing of a face, and it looks like there's blood, there's blood coming from that. But that's because it's being drawn in red pen. Yeah. Oh no. So he, he, said, he be... said that it looked like on the bottom of the neck there was like a blood line or a red line. Oh yeah, like there blood. was a line on this on yeah. another one where there was like a hole in the neck or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But again, that, was... that that could be a person that just has um, what's the word for the thing where you smoke too much and you need that. No, yeah, I know. It, it could just about. be that situation. Yeah, it, it isn't, but I, I, I applaud your creativity. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I applaud your creativity in like trying to come up with the reason for why it's not something like like creepy or like yeah. morbid. But no, <laughs> okay. I have to put my foot down. I'm sorry. All right. But um, yeah, no, it's again like it's it's yeah. psychologically it would probably be a good like venting tool for the yeah. guy. And uh, like Gamer Yellow is there is sort of a switch. That happens um, where when he accidentally leaves his notebook in the elevator, yeah. and Sue gets it, and then basically he has a change of personality because instead of other people making the mistakes, he made one. Yeah. So now he's like constantly mad. At oh, himself. now he's, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. why he committed suicide, probably, because mm-hmm. again it was building up inside of him rather than snap on yeah. him. externally. He snapped internally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that was building up inside him, and then he, he got, got fired, fired which adds which... on to stress. Like, anybody gets fired, like, they're stressed to that. Yeah, yeah so yeah. really, it is actually a really sad... Damn it, it really is a sad story. Not regardless. really sad. <laughs> <laughs> like, legitimately, like, ah, uh, like, even, like, even without, like, the whole, like, he wasn't actually committed suicide, he was murdered, and, like, it was coming yeah. up. No, even, like, with him being, like, suicide, he's still, like, that's still, like, a vengeful, or, like, a, like a, he's still a tragic spirit. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Because he really didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> no, he, he he stared. He he just did what he did in life. He stared at the guy and was like moving forward, and he didn't expect the guy to run. <laughs> like it even mentions like he, like the ghost did nothing. No, the ghost stares and hisses and like is yeah. Like, that's spooky. that's the worst he did in life. Yeah. Was he hissed at someone who stared at him? Who saw him like staring behind the couch? Yeah. <laughs> like for all we know, like his his mother could be like, oh, you should get a job. Uh, as a security guard, you like staring at people, <laughs> so you're just watching everything all the time. It'd be good for you. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Damn it. Also, uh, 
they may have taken his notebook away. Like that's and that's why he was that, that's, that's why he went into the basement, but he couldn't find it, and he so freaked he out. freaked out. And again, just and yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just that extra yeah. that la- the cam- the needle that broke the camel's back. Yeah, the, the straw needle straw it's the same needle and haystack. Yeah, the, the, you know I'm pretty sure straw the, that broke the camel's back. It's a reference it to... Not, no, I, I, no I, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> it's a reference to you have a camel and yeah. you're stacking straw on its back and then at one point you put one piece of straw on it and it breaks the camel's back okay, because just, it's a point of loading something up to its breaking point. for a second. Like, are, is the straw in a bag in a sack on the on the camel's back? Because, like, otherwise it's just going to fall off the sides. They're, they're, <laughs> it's straw that's bound together into squares. And then you're stacking them up on the camel. And then there's a point where, like, okay, that's probably the breaking point. I'll take one piece of straw. And it lands on it. Like, ah! <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> I will concede that. All right. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, what you were saying... Yeah, it really is kind of just a sad like he he like the story does like through the like some like through the by reading through between the lines um as well as the lines themselves. Yes. You can like you can actually kind of infer like what actually happened like how he like his mental process like went and how like it is a tragedy what yeah. happened to him because he basically just got super st- so stressed that he didn't see a way out except for ending it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And now he's a horrible he's this horrible ghost creature that's Bound to the basement, I guess, because mm-hmm. with these people constantly making fun of him as well. Yeah, with the story, yeah, and he's so much worse. Like, he's, been, like, yeah, he's been like existing down there like for years, just listening like, to these guys chastise him. Yeah. Still hearing these like these people like talk about it. Yeah, yeah. And he's stuck as a ghost, just looking for his notebook. You know, he was... but it's right there. Oh, I know. he puts it on the top shelf, and he's not too tall. It's actually really tragic it. because like had 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 our uh, had our security guard stayed there and glued in fear. Uh, giving him enough, the, the thing enough to, the creep uh, the ghost just show enough time to like he would have like asked him to hand him the book and then he would have been able to leave but no I mean if he's a zombie he may not be able to talk he might just I, walk I mean, up take the book just kind of like hug it turn around and leave yeah but no, that would be really creepy but also really sad it's like yeah. Mama it would literally be like Mama have you ever seen that movie Again, audience, check out Mama. Mama. Spoilers for Mama. Spoilers for Mama now. Um, so Mama is basically similar situation um, in terms of the ghost side of it. Because mm-hmm. she's basically a woman who, uh, like, this, like, mentally handicapped woman who um, her child was taken away from her um, at, in the Institute. And then she committed suicide uh, by jumping off a cliff with her. Or no, she lo- she had a miscarriage of her, her, like, baby. But she took oh, the baby's shit. body and herself. And she, like, ran out of the institution and jumped off a cliff. And so... You're trying to ruin my day, aren't you? <laughs> so her spirit... So, but her spirit is, like... like, like is a tra- uh, she has been, like, haunting the woods around the place. And, like, when her... When these two kids, like, are there, um, it basically gets attached to the youngest kid. And the, she's a really creepy ghost. Like, her... They're, like, they really do a well jo- good job, like, making her creepy. Visually? Visually creepy. Yeah. And stuff like that. But at the same time, by the end of the movie, you're also really, like, sad for her. Because mm-hmm. she... Is just a mother mourning her child and yeah. wants her child, and the and the little girl is an orphan who wants a mom. Oh wow! Yeah, so it, it's actually again recommend seeing that movie. It's pretty mm-hmm. good, but um, it's one of those movies that is a horror tragedy story, like is that yeah. a horror drama? And it's like you don't need to make your monster hostile for them to be extremely creepy. Yeah, like in this situation, if again, if he just showed up, didn't say a damn thing, walked into the light. In this situation, I'd be totally fine with him being completely described yeah. with um, Narrative Man just standing there and he just takes the book, 
just hugs it and goes away. And just turns around in the darkness and he's gone. Or yeah, or just yeah, just melts away as he's like he is basically like moved on. He passed away. Uh, he's just Infinity Wars away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two spoilers for Infinity War. Too soon, man. <laughs> I haven't even seen that movie yet. <laughs> yeah, we've seen all the memes. Yeah. I don't feel so good. I mean, I, I don't watch memes. Well, I don't know what a meme is. Okay. <laughs> Too old. Yeah. I'm Jerry. I'm the Jerry one. <laughs> that means you're Mike. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that's literally it. Yeah, I'm Spooky I'm, I'm Steve, apparently. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm the one who's, who's experienced weird, like, uh, like uh, office built encounters. Yep. <laughs> anyway, sorry. We have yeah. totally taken. What were you talking about? <laughs> the tragedy of the story. Oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I thought of that and just how sad the story actually is. And then I read the comments, and oh, no. it, Did they not based it? on the writer, it I'm completely wrong. Oh, really? What do you mean you're wrong? You're um, not wrong. We all the, agree. The, the notebook is what he plans to do to people. So he has actually... So the author made the monster non-sympathetic. Yep. No, just, so made him a two-dimensional monster. Yeah. The author said that in the comments? <sighs> yep. Oh. That's a shame. I mean, I mean, technically, I mean, like death of the author and some of that, like, which is a phrase that basically the author doesn't know what they're writing, <laughs> or doesn't doesn't have once the once the story's out there, the writer doesn't have or the writer doesn't have full control of like what people exp- like think is yeah. what the story means and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I also don't entirely subscribe to that. But mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of like, like I, I believe like our opinion like for like what would like I believe our ideas for the story like what we what we think of the story because we've read it. Um, because I didn't, ha- I didn't read the comments, so I didn't, mm-hmm. didn't know that. Yeah, but I find that a lot more interesting than him just being a two-dimensional character, like monster. The, cur- the and, author, and that's totally fine but, if the author wants him to yeah, be that. But sure. because he's not outright said in, in the, the story, story yeah, that's what he it's is. After the fa- yeah, it's, it's like voice of God, basically. But like that's out of story. Like in story, I, in my head canon, it's going to be that he was like, a tragic character. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm not going to. I, I really. Don't want to subscribe to the fact that he's just like he's just creepy. Like there's creepy too monster. many monsters out there that just want to kill people. Yeah, and like this character is actually like in like a lot more layered, like unintentionally apparently, than the than what the author like had intended. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like I'll respect what the author like that the author's like what his plans were for the creature and some of that, but I won't subscribe to it. Yeah. Um, in terms of my headcanon for the story. Mm-hmm. It just seems pretty cool. Yeah, that's actually yeah. kind of. That, that's, I, I can see him getting. Not, I don't want to say that's disappointing, but like that, it, to me personally, that was kind it, of disappo- it's disappointing. It's disappointing to hear. Honestly. It's about as sad as the story. Hmm? It's about as sad as the story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah basically. Because yeah. I like Joe. Yeah. I feel. Like, I mean, I, I don't feel like in his passing, he can now get a job with like maybe the SNTF doing something. <laughs> <laughs> Had to bring it up. Yeah, because that'd be cool. Though, because he's a cool guy. Yeah. Very much. He's he's the sketch artist. <laughs> He's just mumbling. He's like, can you please explain? Can you please, can you please describe him, please? Thank you. What, what, what was his hair like? What's going on? What was his eyes like? Oh, this is picking up on, on the recording. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Could you please, uh, could you please describe what, what, how big were his ears? Thank you, thank you. Um, and uh, what was his, what was his face figure like? Okay, thanks. <laughs> just like writing it down, like or like drawing it up. Like, well, he's uh, really nice about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's being very awkward, and nice about it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Let's know the yeah. story. <laughs> we, we, yes, we, it is. We give you the story. Continue. Uh, and that's it for my actual thought. <laughs> okay. Cool. As long as we're still talking about Joe, yeah. we're not deviated at all. No, just like we, we just 
Yeah. <laughs> Your thoughts gave her yellow. Oh, yeah, right. Um, I only have a, a few. One I added while we were here, and one that's been taken care of already, so... Um, my first one, then, is at the ending. <laughs> okay. um, so the ending, after Narrative Man is being told by Jerry... Uh, for, actually, before I get there, as soon as I saw Jerry, I wasn't sure if it was Jerry or a different way to write Gary. I, honestly, until I actually started, like, reading his name in the, in my notes, I'm pretty sure it was Gajeri or something like that in my because head. It, it's like stuff. Jerry Seinfeld, that kind of Jerry, I understand. just the G. But, which is, which is a way to say it, because, like, George. You mean Georgi? Yeah, or Georg. 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 Martin. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, God, Man, I've never seen it spelled that way. Yeah, no, so I, it, I, it I equally looks like Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it could go. I guess it could. It honestly could go either way. Depends on who's like whose name it is. Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like someone named like that, they can call themselves Gary or Jerry. Yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, so English on. language is so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But anyways, moving on. Yep. Um. So uh, after Narrow Man is being told by Gary Jerry. That they plan to prank him and all that. So he claims that they were trying to get in the back door. Yeah. But something but the lock was broken, so they couldn't. For all we know, that's just a lie. And oh, yeah. they actually did set up the prank in the basement. And now yeah. it's completely mundane. Yeah. It goes completely mundane. Yeah. 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 yeah no, legit. Like, it's, but like, again, like... But so what's saying that he's not uh, lying right now? <laughs> and aren't they supposed to check the locks on their rounds? Yeah. Well, I don't, I kind of got the fact that it wasn't actually that it was locked. It was that some, something supernatural was keeping it closed or keeping it locked. Like it wasn't unlocked. Like they were, they were trying to unlock it, but it wasn't working. Oh, because he was summoned. Like all the yeah. exterior locks are fucked. Yeah, exactly. until someone deals with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. if that's part of the creature, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. But again, yeah, I didn't. Like it was just like something that came to mind. Like, oh, I wonder if like that was also Joe. Like Joe's doing. Like he kept them from being from coming in. Yeah, I never thought of that. because yeah, that would be weird. That just all of a sudden the lock is broken. That's yeah. why Susie said, "I'm like, really? I feel like you might be lying right now." And they just did prank him. Mm-hmm. So we all kind of had like we also was like it's like yeah sure story you're you're really gonna do throw this fake out story yeah. or like and we just had different ideas about it like it's like me I was like yeah sure yeah we're totally not gonna have like a thing at the we're, we're totally not gonna have the the spinning top at the end it's like is it a dream or is it not is it actually a ghost or is it just a Scooby Doo thing we're like it was all a prank yeah um, yeah <laughs> pretty much. Mm-hmm. And also, like, their plan, anyways, in general, their plan was to break in and then spook him while he's doing his Basically, rounds. like, probably wait till he gets out of the basement. And I was like... going to say, like, the whole idea of Joe the Creep is that he's in the basement, so unless they plan to wait behind the door and spook him That's what I figured they were probably done. But the way yeah. it, was, it was described, it almost seemed like narrative man just walking around, like, do 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 and all well, of a sudden, booga, 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 ah! Well, that's the thing. He's Make sure he's, he's, shoots he's, with a gun. <laughs> the, a story, the story's vague enough that, like, um, it doesn't... It, the story, the, the what they tell you is vague enough that you can come up with your own, like a ima- like a ima- like reasoning of like or you can come up with your own like visual of like how they were going to try and scare him. Yeah, and it, some stories it's so vague that I have no image of anything. Yeah, in this story it's slightly vague, so I don't mind it because I still had a, a very good visual throughout the entire story. I'm not gonna lie, when I finished like my notes and stuff like that, I was I almost put in my notes like some things about like how the story. Wasn't so much about Joe as it was about like the about that whole like instance of like being spooked in, in an office building and stuff like that, and like that kind of like like that kind of like narrative of like yeah. again like that's like seeing some like think like like getting spooked by something because of 
a story that was told to you and like your mind like going on and stuff like that. Your mind just fabricating things because I was expecting you guys to like I I, mm-hmm. I thought the story needed to like explain Joe the, uh, Joe the creep more and so that I don't know why it just like I kind of like. As soon as I was finished, like, I'm going to have to explain why this isn't, like, like why the story is actually <laughs> well, good for not explaining too much Generally about speaking, <laughs> I, I tend to be like, you, you, you're not explaining the monster enough, uh, or, like, you're not showing the monster enough, so I yeah. can't be scared by it, but when the atmosphere is <laughs> yeah. good enough, you don't yeah. need to. Also, and actually, you're, when you're like, well, you don't show the monster enough, that is uh, one of the things about horror stories, one of, what, what I was going to counter with is that... That's like, what ruins Slenderman. <laughs> exactly. In <laughs> horror stories, there are two rules in horror stories, really, if you want to make a good horror story or mm-hmm. a, a good horror movie or visual thing. Show, don't tell. Yeah. And less is more. Yes. Because the less you see the monster, the more creepy, the more like the more scary it is in your head. Um, because you... like cause, Again, I've watched a lot of really bad horror movies of late... Um, where they just love to show the monster in full glory, yeah. and it almost becomes an epic like thing. And it was like, and he's like dancing awkwardly behind fire. Exactly. Yeah. Fire. It's like this isn't scary. <laughs> this is like comical Hogwarts bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like this, this. Again, like the thing with it, like the the reason why it really wasn't scary at the end, especially like I felt like the whole confrontation with Pennywise, the clown in the, at the end when they're like, he's like transforming partially into like their greatest fears. It felt more like a, like, like a fight scene in like uh, Harry Potter and the chamber of secrets. Like when they get down to the chamber of secrets and they're fighting the basilisk, it felt like, or like when they're fighting the giant spider or something in the, in the woods, like it felt more like that kind of a spooky thing. Like the, 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 the setting is supposed to be like dark and spooky and some of that, but it's more of a harrowing, like, kind of, like, epic fight yeah. than an actual scary, like, run for your life now, like, kind of thing. Or, like, hide your eyes because you don't want to see what the thing actually looks like. Or Yeah, that like, never happened. <laughs> no, it really, like, but, like, again, with this story, like, we don't really see Joe, but it's good because, like, um, like he's just, we hear what he is, we smell him. Hmm. We, uh, we get, like, we get a bunch of, like, other descriptors, not just visual, like, not uh, that don't really need to have a visual to them. Mm-hmm. I, I will counter with one thing, though. Sure. In the situation that Joe is a... Well, we know he's a tragic character, but if he's actually a tragic character in the story, and Narrative Man's frozen, and then there's, like, an entire paragraph of just seeing the eyes, like, moving towards him yeah. and, like, slowly exposing, and then fully exposing Joe as he walks towards him and grabs the uh, the book in and that leaves, case, I would not... I would be fine with that. I because would, he's not just showing up to be scary and kill him. Yes, it's actually, that means the story has actually changed from being, like, it's still creepy and spooky, but it's also out of this flavor of, of tragedy. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, you're, you, again, you have some sympathy for the monster. Mm-hmm. Which, you have, like, more interest in it than just yeah. pure fear, or like, oh, no, I'm going to die. Yeah, you get that more, again, you get, like, th- there's an extra layer of depth to the story at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not just trying to scare you, it's trying to make you empathize with the monster, with the horrific monster. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's less not of just a, a horror- scary pasta, more of a creepy pasta. Yeah. Which I'm down for. Mm-hmm. But moving on to my last note. Yep. Um, in regards to the rhyme, what made it that some random person can make up a rhyme about a guy that tragically killed himself in the basement, and then that spirit ties itself to the rhyme to the point that it manifests him? Dude, that's Ghost Story 101. I, I know, but when <laughs> you it's think about it's, it... It's urban legends, man. Like, Mary, why, why do we have Bloody Mary? Because Melissa, because uh, blo- uh, the Blood Countess Elizabeth, uh, I think, because uh, there was a, I, sh- I think, uh, I'm really, I 
You're butchering this because you're not saying a damn word yet. <laughs> I, I remember, uh, I I'm vaguely recall, like, Bloody Mary was an actual, like, countess or duchess in England. Mm-hmm. And she was, a blo- like, a bloody duchess. Like, she, like, massacred, like, a bunch of soldiers. She's a Jack Ripper. Yeah, but, well, kind of like, yeah, she was either, like, um, again, somebody, st- like, correct me. On Someone the stop it, please, right now. <laughs> stop it before, before I flub again. Coming, quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> no, uh... The, like it's it's similar like they they like were a bloody duchess or countess uh, in England because they like butchered like some people yeah and so like the rhyme came out of that out of like from like the darker time or like that like the aftermath of that and then again it became it evolved into a ghost story because if you like because after she died like it's like if you say her name three times in the mirror um, she'll appear and kill you kind of thing. Yeah, it's it, the same thing it like, is really weird how that just happens to tie to just, that. You know? Yeah, it, it's it's the evolution of spooky stories and, and urban legends. Like, mm-hmm. it's like why again? Like, why does a an office building that used to be a Home Depot um, uh, have suddenly like oh like, have have a, have an urban legend a ghost story where like somebody uh, died at the Home Depot and now they haunt the office? Well, okay, it may that... or may not be a job I've worked. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say that sounds uh, really uh, specific. May or may uh, not be a job, uh, job occupation, or like a job site I've worked at. <laughs> yeah, but um, but like that was told okay. to me, like the like that may or may not have been told to me the first couple of mu- uh, first couple of weeks or months I started the job. Yeah, okay, I, I understand that that yeah. a ghost would just be haunting there, and he just haunts. That's what he do. Yeah, but the the fact that someone later on. Came and up with a came up, came up with a rhyme, and then the ghost heard it. It's like, you know what? I like that. I'm gonna only show up when someone says that. Well, like also, they make that distinction again. Another tie to it is that, like, uh, when you say somebody's when you say something's name, you have it has power. So like, and it's an invocation. Like it's not. Oh, so you're like, like you're grabbing his attention by saying his exactly. Name. Yeah, and like it's a supernatural thing. Like they they don't know how to be like they could be slumbering, or their soul could be slumbering, or like they could be another like another like hell or or some limbo or something like that and but mm. you pull them in by by calling them by calling them down. Yeah, it's because like, actually like, in, in life he was like not happy that people were talking about him. Yeah, and so like it, would, it for this story in particular like, yeah, if someone it, talks about him it grabs his attention. Exactly, yeah. So ju- like if the word Joe the creep was taken out of the rhyme it would do nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. But because his name is there, and like it's, again, it's like a it's, the the rhyme has become an incantation to summon him. Yeah, well, like, you as, could... same as like Bloody Mary, or like any kind of like, um, uh, like any other kind of like creepy nursery rhyme in any horror story. Like it, it's invo- it's an invocation. Yeah, but at that point, you could just literally say Joe the Creep and then walk downstairs, and the same thing happens. Yeah, because his name is what draws his attention. Yeah, if you were to say Joe the Creep, like. Uh, every just time, one, just or, once, once, or there's even, no specific I, random I'd say, order. I'd say like sometimes like uh, by adding a set of instructions, uh, or adding like some like a little bit more, in, like not just like Joe, Joe the creep at the top of the stairs, um, like that could work obviously, but it's not as interesting as like what, what if you say Joe the creep uh, halfway down the stairs, Joe the creep, the foot at the bottom stamp. Joe the Creep. Oh, I know. That's for storytelling, make it yeah, more dramatic. Exactly, yeah. I'm thinking of realistic situations but again, like you where you're realistic. a ghost and you're you're trying to rest and then some guy says your name and it draws your attention and wakes yeah. you up. Mm-hmm. So then he has your attention just by saying his name. You doesn't matter what you say before or after, if you're holding a candle, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. That just spooks him out more. Yeah, exactly. It just spooks the person out more, or like the, the readers and so that. Yeah. But it's again, like also, like that happens in real, in real life. Like we again, like le- urban legends of that always have like weird rhymes and stuff. Oh, like I know. They're just there for dramatic flavor, yeah. though. They're not. And some of them are are made specifically to scare like little children and so that too, or like yeah. or like or like people like uh, the Pumpkinheads series. Start off from a nursery rhyme 
that was that he heard overheard some hillbilly kids say when he was like trekking through uh, like the filmmaker heard while trekking through um, Pennsylvania or like uh, like the Appalachians. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like basically, and like that's how the movie got like like the film like how the script and some of that was like basically based around that narrative, like that line. Yeah, and that's why it's in the movie. Like when the the hillbilly kids are like like the one of the characters he overhears some hillbilly kids of the town um, telling the the kid who did something bad like. Pumpkin head, pumpkin head's gonna come for your head. Kind of, or I'm butchering that, but it's it's the same kind of thing. Like, and it scares the kid, and it scares the characters. And like again, like if you were to like just be passing by and hear that, like some some kids like doing that to some oh, other yeah. kid, like that's fucking terrifying. Indeed, it is. I was just thinking of the realist guys. Like, that's all. Yeah, no. And again, I'm countering with the fact that like that does happen yeah. in real life. Yeah. But um, on the same sort of vein as that, um, Joe's whole thing is that. When someone pisses him off, he makes a note. He writes a note, yeah. And whether or not that's him oh. venting or that's him making a kill list. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised that in the story they didn't make it so, like, when they joke about him, there's, like, odd things happening, like monitors turning on and random typing shit. Or writing on the walls. Or, or anything, like, yeah. Like... Mike said, uh, like, Mike did the po- did the rhyme, like, uh, in a mocking oh, yeah. way, in, in red, on yeah. the wall, like, down the stairs, yeah. or something like that, like, it was, like, and it just has, like, an image of, like, uh, of, uh, of, of, like, a sketch of, like, the character, like, falling down the stairs or something like that. Yeah. Because yeah. it seems like his whole thing is that he is upset at people Forget that are wronging him. Yeah, exactly. So, like, these characters wronging him throughout the story, except for Narrative Man, actually, um... I'm surprised that he isn't just trying to get at them the whole time because of all the jokes that they're putting out at his expense. Yeah, but it's, like that's yeah. not his trigger. Mm-hmm. His trigger is this rhyme. Yeah, well, it's just again, like it's part of the the narrative, like part of the the, the ritual to. Oh, like, I, I'm aware. I'm aware. Yeah, that's what I, it is. I know, but yeah. I'm just saying the character himself. It seems like his trigger would be people talking ill about him. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's that would be a more real yeah. trigger to the actual characters. Mind and what he if wasn't he was like. alive though, but like d- d- supernatural shit is really yeah, that's fair. Too. That's, that's so fair. like again, he might be like like whatever, I'm dead, and then like somebody does the rhyme like no, yeah. how dare you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm essentially just thinking of a different way oh, to yeah. do the incantation to make it to trigger to something, yeah, to make him like make it a little more like but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And that's pretty much all I got to say. Okay, so, so final thoughts. Final thoughts too. So I'm going, to leave, I'm going to start off my final thought with the, the last line of the, of the story. Silently, I handed him my security card and walked out for the last time. Honestly, this was a fun story. A fun short ghost story. Grounded in, re- in the reality of a creepy job-related um, like legend or tell- tale that somebody would tell you at a job site like this. Uh, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, honestly. Um, it has a few tropes, but also acknowledges and leans into them. Um, because that's generally how job-based ghost tales kind of go. Um, also, to have it be heavily implied that there was something actually supernatural at play by the end was awesome. Because again, like they could have just gone and said, "Yeah, it was all a joke." Like we, like I should do. It. Mm-hmm. But then they like at the end they like leave out like we never made it inside the house. Like we never made it into the building. The phone, the phone call was coming from inside the house. Kind mm-hmm. of like. Thing. Yeah, it's like that. Like a little twist at the end, like that revelation that they never, that they were going to play a joke on them. But then it never, like, but they weren't able to get in because for some reason the back door was locked so that the, the encounter down in the basement might have been more real than he thought. Yeah. Um, was pretty cool. I, I really enjoyed that. So I recommend um, All Clear, as it were. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Mike, a decent for you. 
Uh, I partially recommend it. Okay. It was entertaining, but then it just hit you right in the feels, and it's just so sad. So that's why you're not giving it a full because <laughs> you're too sad? Yep. Because by the end of the story, he's not happy, so he didn't enjoy it. Uh, okay. I would have thought that would make it stronger, but... Making a stronger narrative, but... But if it was a bad story that made him sad, that'd be... No. Yeah, no, but like this <laughs> But it's a good story that made him sad. So, partial recommendation. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, well, for me, I'm I'm going to recommend it as well, but I, I, I still, like, at least personally, this is, again, my own personal opinion, because we all have them. For me, it would be absolutely perfect if his summoning was people speaking ill of him, and then, like, they find out that over a few weeks or whatever that the number of times that they make fun of him, that's the number of um, supernatural instances that happen over the night. Oh, okay, so like, and then it escalates, and then they find the shit in the basement behind like a bookcase or something where he's writing everything, like where the ghost is. Addition to your to that, and then no. in that story, he's actually the tragic one. Yeah, and then they take the book away from him. So and then things get way worse, and he starts coming after them. And then by the end, they're trapped into some sort of situation. They're cornered with a ghost coming towards them. And he literally just walks forward, takes the book, and leaves. Yeah, that's a completely different story. Oh, I know what I'm saying. Like, I would have liked that change. Yeah. Personally, Um, but I still liked the story. In addition, I think, to that, like, not to, like, to make it so it doesn't deviate too far from the story we have at hand, um, but that would, like, maybe help, maybe make it better for you. Um, Have every, like, so, like, maybe have, like, Joe Joe the Creep, like, he's mentioned in some of that, and have that, like, he's mentioned because he's also, like, he's also, um, because he keeps getting mentioned, he starts doing supernatural things around the like, just like weird, like all, like one-off minor things, like that, like minor sightings or minor minor uh, activity mm-hmm. in the build throughout the building. But it's because, and then we find out it's because like people have been talking about him. And he doesn't like that. Um, and then have the big thing happen, like him, like actually be invoked in the basement, so that because somebody invoked him, th- that stupid rhyme at the top of the stairs, like mocking him. Yeah, cold. And like, yeah, and so like when they find the book, like he's like going through the pages, and he sees Mike, or like, or like, he starts seeing like like writing about them, like talking about him, like, yeah. and like didn't he didn't like that? And With, like, like dates and shit. And the last one is the one that like right at the stairs, like Mike, uh, Mike was mocking me with that stupid. Goddamn rhyme, yeah. and then it just shows like like a, a drawing of him of Mike falling down the stairs or something like that, and then like the then as he tries to run away, he's at the top of the stairs, which scares him, and he falls down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I, like that kind of thing. Like I don't to that maybe, but uh, would that make it better? Like if it was like there was some paranormal. There was no there were, like, yes and no. Okay, it would make him better if he is going to be a hostile creature. But I really like him being a sympathetic creature. That's fair. Because there's way too many creatures out there that are like, I'm evil. I'm gonna kill you. Mwahaha. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, because of his backstory is so tragic. Mm-hmm. I'd like, like you, to see it. That I really way. feel you'd love you'd like the movie Mama. It sounds like it. Yeah, because it's very mu- it's it's yeah it's it's one of those stories that is both a creepy like horror story mm-hmm. or horror movie that but is also a sad horror movie. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like I, I get on the side of the the monster. The monster. It, it's like when watching a Jason movie. It's like. Yeah, I don't hate that he's doing this. I mean, yeah, the reason why he's, <laughs> he's there is because he was, well, I mean, he's not a good guy, but um, he's, yeah, he's, he's definitely a, a sympathetic character who yeah. his backstory. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so recommendation, recommendation-ish, and then partial recommendation. Mm-hmm. Well, I recommend it. Okay. I, I still like the story you a lot. Just I'm just saying, like, that, w- that would make it absolutely perfect for me. Yeah, if you were to rewrite, or you were to write your own st- st- story similar to this, you'd do like that. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> It's just that would make it perfect. Yeah. It's like 95% perfect for me. 
Fair enough. Very good. Ninety five percent perfect. <laughs> yeah. Sixty percent of the time, it works every, every time. Every time. <laughs> that, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, so this was this week's episode of El Dente Rigor Mortis. Um, hope if you like what you if you like what you uh, heard, if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted. Whether it be on Kiwi Six, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr, um, we're on iTunes. So leave us a rating and review, uh, or anywhere else, any other streaming site that um, has a review and rating system. Let us know how we're doing. You can check out. Uh, you can you can contact us on Twitter at uh, Mikey is at the East End Revival. I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, the Gamer in Yellow is at Gamer in Yellow on Xbox Live. And oh, see, it's, it's sad. Like I always want to say like without the W because I'm like, I'm like, I'm too <laughs> used say. to that. I'm too used to that. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. You can also send us emails at aldentebringamortis at gmail That's A L D N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like us to discuss in the show. Uh, also, if you'd like to uh, check out the title cards for each episode, you can go to crazonstudios.tumblr.com, crazon.deviantart.com, or our YouTube channel, where we have the move the oh, the movies, where we have the videos of each episode. It um, still sounds like we're doing visual stuff. But we're not I mean, <laughs> yeah, where you check out the the yeah. God damn it! Now you like maybe fuck up. <laughs> where you can check out the videos of each episode. Um, and if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldente Rigamortis on Patreon and support or choose the. There you go. Good morning. Ow! <laughs> How's that feel? Good, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to Patreon, look up Aldente Rigamortis, and select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have. Uh, early access episodes, uh, special episodes, behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, special episodes include... Al Dente Reloaded at the $5 tier, where Mikey and I go back to the, the good, the bad, and the old... Uh, bad, the bad, the bad, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm trying to make a, a random gun-related <laughs> reference. Uh, uh, pauses that the cultist and the doctor did in the past, and see what our thoughts are on them, without hearing your... With their... Well, bad, bad... Without hearing their thoughts on the matter. And then Al Dente Revelations at the $2 tier, where Mikey and I, again, continue our thoughts from what we said in Reloaded by listening to the old episodes of Al Dente Rigabortis and see what um, how their thoughts differ from ours and possibly have a mind-breaking revelation while doing so. All right. Uh, we also have um, special some other special episodes that we have from the $2 tier, I believe, is uh, Al Dente Real Talk, where we discuss movies um, that are either... Based off of creepypastas, or like we feel have um, inklings to like the to creepypasta and like that kind of horror. Um, you technically do any horror movie, then couldn't you? <laughs> I mean, we could, like, I mean, like I generally look for ones that like I feel like have a stronger connection to like a creepypasta kind of thing, like or creepypasta tropes and like those kind of like uh, themes. Um, generally, like the ones like Truth or Dare or like the Tall Man, because the Tall Man is like kind of. If it's not the progenitor or like the the grandfather of like how Slenderman got created, it's very damn. It's really damn close. Uh-huh. Um, or also, we have a few uh, actual play uh, episodes of us like basically playing tabletop games using creepypasta esque um, ideas, creatures, and themes. Uh, so you can check that out. Um, but yeah, uh, any little bit helps, uh, and we thank you for your uh, for your patronage. Uh, and for our patrons who are already helping support the show, thank you immensely, because you're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. And to the listeners and 
authors of the creepypastas that we discuss on the show, thank you as well for your listenership and for the stories that we've been reading for the last four or five years um, and the entertainment that you've been providing. Thank you. Uh, so until next time, I've been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the Gamer Aniella. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>